How are you doing? This is RFL After Dark with your boy, Deshauna Bass. Let's get it. Okay. How are you doing today? This is a good morning. This is I hope it's a blessed morning for everyone that's listening. Hope everyone is doing good. Hope everyone is being blessed. Hope everyone is staying safe and hope everyone is just doing okay and having a bright and great morning. Um, I know a lot of things is going on with the country, with the with different things that's going on in the world, but I just wanted to give you motivation. Just wanted you to stay up and and just keep scribing for the best until it's over. Man. That's all we can do. Okay, okay. We had some good games last night. Um, the first game was Florida and Auburn. Good, good game. Uh, it was a really good game. It was kind of iffy. But Florida won 30-3. They beat the overall number two team in the country, Auburn. And um, I had some notes put down for this game right here. And, um, uh, you know, I always had Trevor Campbell as one of my spotlight players. Because the dude just been balling. He's he been balling out, you know, week one, week two on arcade, on simulation. He's just been balling. And he's just been showing that he's a gator for life and that he belong in the swamp with his gator nation. Um, he went, his ratings was 151.6. He went 25 for 28. He had 331 yards in the air and he had three touchdowns. Um, he had a brilliant game. Um, and he had, and, and thanks to Nino, I call him Nino Brown, but Archibald o, Nino, the running back that they have, he had 25 carries, he had 150 yards, and he was 5.9 average. He did his, he did his thing on on the in the air too. He had four receptions, 54 yards, 13.5 average. Some more honorable mentions. I had Jet Josh Hammond. He had eight receptions. 71 yards. He had an average of 11.8. He had one TD. I had Keon Zipper. He had two receptions, 57 yards, average 28.5. Wow. And one TD. I got some honorable mentions on Florida for the defensive side. I had CJ Henderson as a cornerback. He had four, four solos, six assists. He had uh, one sack. Great job for that. Excuse me for that. Oh, we had, then we had the middle linebacker, which I I put as one of my star, one of my spotlight players in this game overall on defense. And it was uh, middle linebacker Jamie DeSalas. He had five solos, three assists. He had a total of eight. He had one sack, and he had two. Awesome interceptions, two snatches, great job for that, great job for the spotlight, great job for taking over this game, and great job for just moving the momentum, shifting it to the Gatorland, and shifting it to for for the offense to get, get back on the field and get back into the action of things. So let's get to the Auburn side of things. We had... I, don't, I really didn't have too much to say about Auburn because 
as the number two team in the nation, um, you come out and and uh, and I just don't know. Um, I don't know if it's because of the 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 mod, the mod change. I mean the 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 game mode changing to um, pro sim, but Javon Warren. He had a terrible night, and and that's one of and Javon is one of my spotlight players that I put on the board and to to be a um, playmaker, and he's a difference with his arm and legs. Um, I really don't know what he, he what he was doing last night. Um, you could say Florida defense because Florida defense is very good in the middle linebacker area. They cover um, offenders very well. They cover ground very well, and um, I, I don't know if that's the case, but I just seen Javon Warren play different at times in this game. He looked like he was sluggish. He, he looked like he couldn't get his reads off. He looked at like he was just rushing through. He was doing a lot of duds down the field, doing a lot of drags. And if, if you go back to one of my podcasts, I was telling you, like, if, if you're, you're built, it's not built for this type of play um what he was do he would just go to quick check downs he would go he would do duds down the field or he would just do the drag so um his 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 stats he had a 58.9 rating he went 23 for 31 he had 163 yards and he had two interceptions and one fumble um, and, and and another dude that I had at one of my spotlight players is they call him AK forty seven, Ashton Collins. Um, he had only eight carries, forty three yards, average five point three. Um, really average game. Really couldn't get nothing to. Uh, he couldn't get no smoke up under his feet. He couldn't get no openings. Um, Florida was just playing very tight. On zones, man to man, they was playing very tight in the middle. They was boxing the middle. I believe they knew Ashton Collins was going to he because he is a playmaker to me. He is a playmaker, and you cannot sleep on AK. But I believe um, Florida did tape, and 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 I believe that they was ready for him in in, in his run game. And you had uh, Kristen Williams. He was seven he had seven receptions, 71 yards, and he was 10.1 average. Like, um, big shout outs to Christian Williams too, because in watching this game, I seen a lot of times where he was wide open. He's a stud too in my eyes. He was wide open, and um I, I believe Javon Warren just couldn't get it to him. I a lot of plays he was wide open. Pretty plays to the that could go to the house if J- Javon Warren was just more aware of him being open. And um, um, but big ups to you for just staying in the game, staying clutch. You know, even when you receive, even when Javon Warren was go- just being under pressure and couldn't get it to you and just couldn't open it up for you. Uh, just big ups for just staying positive and staying, you know, in the game. And I and I, I just give I, I just want to give you guys um uh, uh motivation for the next game. I believe that Javon Warren will have a better game. I believe that he will be able to um contact more 
and, and he would be able to find more receivers wide open. I, you know, I, I kind of seen a little bit last night on his awareness a little bit that it, you know, on his left side shoulder, he had a couple of receivers open that he just couldn't get get it to them or he just wasn't even looking their way. So, I, I you know, uh, I believe in, I believe in the next games he will be able to open that up and he will be able to find his receivers. But mad respect to Florida, man, for taking this game 30-3. Trevor Campbell, like I said, is one of my spotlight players. Nino, I'm sticking to it. Like I said, he's the fastest running back in the, in the RFL's college series to me. Uh, at 5'8", 169 pounds. Uh, I mean, you you have to get to him. If you don't get to him, he get that open space. He's running. I think he had a 70 big big gain of 70 um, last night on the on the ground. So big ups to him. Big ups to Jamie DeSalas. I seen him last night say he's going to be in the lead. I believe you are going to be in the lead. A lot of teams, a lot of players, and a lot of coaches, they shine light on middle linebackers, especially active middle linebackers. That's very active on the ball. That can take snatch, can snatch plays right up, right off the out of the um, offense heart. So you are a heartbreaker, my guy. And um, I just want to give you mad props and um, hope to see you in the future RFL world. Okay. So, but mad, mad respect to both teams and um, can't wait to see uh, what's your next, how your next game's going to be. Okay, we had another game. It was a good SEC matchup. Um, I really was looking forward to this game right here because I only lost, as you know, I am a USC DB defensive back. Um, I only lost was to the great Alabama. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm steady looking at them and I'm always watching them and because I have them on my radar just as a team and our overall but let's get to it okay you had jacob mccall um he had a rating of 116.7 he went 20 for 29 he had 318 yards he was 68 completion he had one td and had one rushing td and then you had your big boy in the back you had Najee harris he had 20 attempts, 112 yards. He was 5.6 average and one TD. And then you had the sensational Pavel Frederick. He had five receptions, 68 yards. He was an average of 13.6. And then you had Brandon Dunn, the, the suspect, uh, or the prospect receiver. Um, he had five receptions, 95 yards, and he was averaging 19. Uh, um, yards on the ground. I mean, in the uh, in the air. Okay, so um, I, I wanted to break this down. Okay, I had a couple of other other people on defense that locks them down, but it's a lot. You know, I have to go back into that and see because it is a lot of players that's that's that that's in the lead right now that that's making plays on the defensive side, but. Still, overall, um, Alabama has one of the best defenses in the league, in the RFL. So, um, one of my recaps on this one is Jacob McCall just transforming into a beast, transforming into another player, transforming into a complete overall um, 
uh, just a uh, he 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 turned it. He just turned it around. I mean, after the Georgia game, I I, I followed this dude. So, and plus, uh, last night I found out he's a left hand, uh, and I'm left handed too. So yeah, we got something in common. But <laughs> anyway, I've, I've been following him. I've been following him since the first game since he played us, and I've been following him throughout his his career. He's a poised quarterback. He's a very he's a he's a motivator. He he has he has high high confidence in himself. He has high confidence in his team. Um, he's very aware of things that's going on. He's very aware of of when his team need to need 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 to be hot. He's very aware of when he needs to step up and put on his best show. Um, the Georgia game, he, I, I was watching him, and, and to be honest, I wanted to see what type of man, what type of dude this dude was, and and what type of player he was. And and, and I and I just have to tell you this right here: it, he never cracked once. I thought he was was gonna crack. I thought he was gonna fall off. I thought he was gonna go back into the shadows or something. You know how some quarterbacks do but he never cracked he never shook on the pressure he he kept his confidence he kept his game tight he came back in the in 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 sensational uh in this in the sensational way he he put it on for his team he put it on for the for the tired nation and and, and this is a player that you 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 need um going down the line because he's in a tough tough SEC conference and and I believe with Auburn losing um they will become either number 2 in the in the country so I just want to I just want to say and then with Najee Harris helping him out again helping him out now with the speed speed boost um it, it just opened up a lot of things for him he he got his confidence back is highly up there now. He could be a very scary team. Him and this Roll Tide um, Alabama team can be a very scary team if you look at it. Um, you just don't want to get into a dog fight with these dudes because um, these dudes will come out on top. Jacob is very smart. Um, Najee is is busting holes through right now. Pavo can get any catch if he want. Um, he didn't, didn't get a touchdown last night but the oh well oh boy like mick say oh boy he showed scared everyone and brandon dunn he can get any catch he want when he get the separation and i just think jacob is just a new man now i mean we done seen um couple of couple of jacobs now and 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 the only game i can tell you is the georgia game and that i seen uh, a lack of him but other than that i see no blemishes in his game especially when he hot when he's hot he's hot and um you just gotta watch out for that one so big ups for alabama winning that game 40 to 13 with no sweat off their back they went they went and and you know they went in mississippi and took care of business like the sec um road tide we know and um and and did their thing we had a couple of more people on defense. We had uh, Trevon Diggs. He had seven solos, two assists, nine total, one tackle for loss. We had Charles Turner. 
He had six solos, five assists, 11 total. He had three tackle for loss, balling. We had Xavier McKinney. He had four solos, one assist, and one sack. And let me tell you about Alabama. This is a team on defense that you do not want to get into a battle with down the line. You must score on these dudes, and if you cannot score on these dudes, you will lose. Simple as that. I'm telling you, because if you cannot score, you do not want to see Jacob, Najee, and Pavo back, and Brandon Dunn back on offense. You cannot give these dudes this momentum, and you cannot give them more time on the field. You cannot keep giving them time and keep giving them possessions. You cannot do that. It is very dangerous if you do that. So, big ups to Alabama and 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 them going forward and stepping up in the big SEC. We had old missing and and old missing and David is David Kiata as another spotlight player I have on my spotlight. Um but he had a terrible game last night. I mean, you know, um he's still good in my eyes, but he just had a terrible game. Let's just look at his stats. His rating was 63.9. He went 14 for 25, only 91 yards. He had 56 completion ratings. He had zero touchdowns. Um, zero touchdowns. I mean, uh, uh, it, it, I mean, the road tide just rolled all over David Kiata. He couldn't get nothing going. He couldn't he couldn't get, you know, he couldn't squeeze nothing through the window. They was dragging. Um, Alabama was just dragging them out, just squeezing the life out of them on defense. You know, locking up, locking up all these receivers. And I was pretty, I was shocked to see Penn Majors. Them lock up Penn Majors. Penn Majors is another um, prospect that I have on one of my, on my spotlight players he only had what was what what 14 what is this four receptions i what 16 yards well like like i say you you can't get that done you can't be big time if you have four receptions 16 yards um with the quarterback David Kiata, 91 yards, 14 for 25, zero touchdowns. See, that's the killer, like I tell all RFL College Series teams. The killer is if you cannot get into the end zone and you are playing stud defenses, you might as well hang it up. Because this is what you have to do on Pro Sim. You have to get into the end zone and put pressure on the next team that you are playing. You know, no no matter what it may be, when you get into the red zone, you must do. We know that field goals are good. But because I think most of all their points came on field goals. But you but field goals is like a win for the defense. You still you you see you you can't you don't take out momentum from making field goals on the defense because the defense feel that that they still won by giving you three points and stopping you in the end zone. So you must put pressure on the defense by striking striking into the red zone. So 
you know, and then Sister Brown, another spotlight player I had. He only he had 20 attempts, 44 yards, averaged 2.2, another game that was beneath him. Um low. Um he couldn't get anything down. He's he was he he was trying though. That's one thing I can't say about Sincere Brown. He was trying, but it, it you know when you got a lot of scrappy, scrappy players like they have on Alabama, it's just kind of like hard to to get any type of smoke, any type of action. It, it's it's kind of hard to get any type of uh you know any burn, man, it, because like I say, man, if once the momentum switch and you can't get touchdowns and you can't put pressure on that team, the op- opposing team, it's going to be kind of like hard to, um, you know, get your feet up under you and, and, and get it going. But um, big ups to um, Alabama and and how how they just scrapped it and put the SEC world back on notice with them and put, and put the RFL nation and the RFL um, – player I mean teams back to noticing them and 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 they just looked as scary <laughs> I'm just gonna say it like that they looked at very scary and they looked at like they was on a mission and they looked at like they was ready to to gobble up some teams and I think Jacob said he want that rematch back with Georgia I don't know my guy but hey the way y'all played last night I I think that y'all probably could give give cash money and them boys some 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 type of problems but i don't know man but hey i i can't wait to see that if we can see that again but hey it, it was sure darn be a good game to see it again but other than that i really didn't have any players on old miss I mean, defense was was hanging in there but you know you can only hang in there for so long when you don't have um your offense helping you and that's one thing about this right here. That's that's in real life on games. It don't matter where you at. Um, if you don't have your because it's offense and you have defense. If one if one side defense is playing and the offense is not showing up, something is going to break. You can only ask your defense to do so much against a high caliber team like Alabama. And and if you can't strike back. And put pressure on the opposing team, you just will not have a shot in no lead. So, um, big ups to both teams, um, and just uh, keep your head up, Ole Miss. You're in the SEC. You're in one of the toughest conference overall. Just keep your head up. Keep scribing for the best, David Kiata. I know I, I I know you'll shake this off. I know Sir Brown will shake it off, and I know you'll get back to work next week. So that's it for me. That's it for my recap. And this is RFL After Dark. Hope everyone is doing a great, great, having a great, great, great morning. And I will see you guys next time. Peace.